Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. How's everybody doing tonight? This is Christy Saul, the co-founder of the Post Institute, coming at you live. I got my daughter's hand-me-downs on. <laughs> and I feel okay about that. <laughs> so I always want to plug these two books, um, From Fear to Love from and uh, The Great Behavior Breakdown, both written by... Big Papa Brian Post himself. I will tell you, I've been missing him uh, these last couple of days. Um, I think I really understand why he took a break because trying to um, share something that's going to be helpful and relative every day um, takes some creativity. So I pulled out Brian's book, The Great Behavior Breakdown, just opened it up, started flipping around, and I pulled up this, and I, I'm not real sure where it's going to take us. It'll be interesting. Um, this really is an incredible book. Uh, so this is from page 45. The following three principles fit into the negative neurophysiological feedback loop. When we're in a place of stress, we can't help someone else through their stress. We act out negative behaviors in the midst of someone else's negative behaviors. We can't help them move into the positive if we remain in the negative. Hmm. Boy, that's big right there. I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna pause right there for a minute. There's, well, uh, now let me go through the next, the next statements. But that's a lot just right there to let that percolate um, because we all have an amygdala. We all can get our lids flipped. We all stress, and when we stress, we regress. And being able to stay present in the midst of our child's struggles is, um, is a beautiful gift. But many of us don't have blueprints for that. Many of us, in fact, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that's difficult in parenting is when our children have a need that we don't have blueprints for. So many of us don't have blueprints for what it's like just to sit in the presence of our child's challenges when they're struggling to just be able to be with them without, um, without getting hijacked ourselves. When we're in a place of fear, we can't help someone else with their fear this is unconscious stuff, and as long as it remains unconscious, we're powerless to change it. You have to shine the light of consciousness upon your unconscious state and admit to yourself, I feel scared. I feel scared. I feel scared. I've worked with parents whose lives have been consumed with fear, so I suggest that when they get up in the morning, the first thing they do is go look in the mirror and say, I feel scared 20 times to themselves. This keeps that fear at a conscious level. Ooh, that's powerful, isn't it? Because by keeping it at the conscious level, then it's not so sneaky. That's a way of shining the light into that subconscious place. Um, I'll tell you, it's interesting because doing this video, I'm talking to you, but I'm actually seeing myself, right? And so when I say I feel scared and I'm looking at myself in the eye, in my eyes, even though I'm talking to you, it really brings up a lot of emotion. It's really hard to just stay focused on keeping the message to you all. So it, that's a very powerful exercise 
Um, and it's okay for those emotions to come up. It's okay because they're already there, right? So there are things that are already there. They're hanging out in our neurological system. They're hanging out in our subconscious. And the more we can just bring them to light, then we're able to, um, to calm that. We're able to manage that differently. It has a different effect on us when we become consciously aware. I remember the very, very, very first time I watched Brian work with a family. It was... It was incredible. It was incredible. Um, <laughs> he um, invited them to lay on a mattress, um, starting with the parents, face to face. And just with that, just with that word, those words, I'm scared. And looking in the eye of one another. And so you start with one partner embracing the other and the one who is being held saying eye to eye, face to face, I'm scared. And the partner, the other person's job is to just stay present, to just stay present and just stay connected and allow the expression, allow the emoting, allow the process to just lead you to wherever it is that you're going to go because it's going to take you into those subconscious places that we tend to try to deny or maybe we're not even aware of, maybe we're not aware of um, our own past traumas or our fears of failure or how we have have experienced messages of failure in our early history. Um, and so that's just, and then you swap turns, right? So, and then you take turns. That's a really powerful way. We function so much in sort of this autopilot mode where we're not, we're not, we don't really connect deeply with our own emotional experiences and yet they're a driving force. And so that exercise within itself can really help bring up emotion and it can really help us express and process it, um, which then helps us be more attuned, more present. Um, we're not kind of running from ourselves, um, which then I'm just gonna, that's just gonna bring me back full circle to that space of, when we're being called to do things in our role as parents that we don't have blueprints for, like it could even, it could be that blueprint of being able to sit with your child's emotions. And because we've never experienced somebody sitting with our emotions, that exercise alone can give you an experience of that. It can give you the experience of purging all this stuff that you're carrying around that you don't really know you're carrying around. Um, it can help you connect deeply with your partner and understand them differently. And um, if you're married or in a relationship, any things that are going on, any, <laughs> I'm doing this with my hands, <laughs> you know, any frazzles, any friction in those relationships, any disconnect um, is felt. It's felt by the entire family. And when we're not attuned to that and we're not, working on that, we're not working on our relationships, our marriages, um, that disconnect is felt all the way through the family system. So that one, that one little activity with your partner can really be transformative. Um, it can really be a place of meeting at the heart, heart to heart, and really feeling and connecting with each other. So then it also makes me think of things like when our children need us to play with them, not to be a teacher, 
not to be in charge of the play, not to be task-oriented, but to just give in and play. And they really need that. They learn from that. They learn social skills from that. They learn how to play, how to play cooperatively. You know, our, our stages of development include this place of um, it, playing in solitude, playing side by side, and playing cooperatively. Those are different stages of play and different stages of, of development, of social emotional development. And regardless of your child's age, we know that sometimes those milestones get missed and sometimes our children need us to be able to play with them. But a lot of parents that I talk to, they don't have blueprints for that. It's really hard for them. And I remember at first as a parent, that was hard for me too. But once I just gave in, just gave into it, you know, all these adult things, you know, our, our brains change and we get all these sort of barriers around our creativity. And when we can just reduce that barrier, when we can just put those barriers down and we can just give in to child play, beautiful things happen in the parent-child relationship. But when we don't have blueprints for that, it can be really hard. Um, so I think that's, that's a, a good place for us to focus just on these understanding these three elements that Brian talks about in the negative feedback loop, understanding our own stress and when our stress is present. When we're stressed, we can't be present for someone else who's struggling. When we're fearful, we can't really help someone else effectively with their fear. Um, and when we're being driven by these things that are so subconscious, then the subconscious, we have to shine the light in there so that we can bring these things to our conscious awareness so that we can actively work to choose something different. So that activity, that exercise, if you're new to it, you might give yourself a little space because there's liable to be things that come up and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay that you may have feelings of, of fear they're there. They're already there. So we might as well take a look at it. We might as well look at it really close and understand it so that when it comes up, we can know that this fear has nothing really to do with my child. This fear has things to do with myths, things that I was told when I was growing up or things that the world tells me, expectations that the world has that may, may or may not be true, may or may not be valid. But we can't actively choose until we actively get consciously aware. So going to the mirror and saying to yourself, eye to eye, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. And see what comes up from you. And that gives you a place that you can really pour love into yourself. It can give you some understanding maybe of why if you've been feeling tired or if you get short-tempered with your children. If your fuse is short, if you don't have much patience, it's because those fears are sucking the energy out of you. And once you bring them to your awareness, then their power begins to dissolve. So, Ashley, I want to say thank you for those 50 stars. I appreciate it, and uh, I hope I get to see you tomorrow. I am looking forward to meeting you. That'll be so awesome. Um, everybody else, I hope you have a lovely evening. I hope you have a chance to enjoy your family. 
I hope you have a chance to love on your children, whatever that looks like for you. If that's roughhousing play, or if it's a board game, or if it's watching TV, or if it's playing make-believe Barbies, um, or make-believe trucks, or building something in Legoland, or whatever it is, um, just take some time to just enjoy the people that are in your life. And remember what Brian tells us, in any moment, we can act out of our same blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. Or we can take one to two to three to ten deep breaths and we can choose love. Much love to you all. I appreciate you. I appreciate all that you do day in and day out to create healing for your families. You guys are the best and we'll see you all tomorrow.